Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Hall of Fame weekend at Lindenwood as they host Austin P tomorrow. And one of the players that is going into the Lindenwood Hall of Fame this weekend is former NFL running back D.D. Dorsey. Of course, Pierre Desir played in the NFL. A member of Kerry Davis's staff, Brian Schaefering, also from Lindenwood, played in the National Football League. And so it'll be quite a weekend at Lindenwood. We welcome to the conversation the head coach at Lindenwood, Jed Stugart. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good morning. And we got to talk a little bit about our, our reigning uh, NFL player, John Harris, with the Denver Broncos. I know that's a tough subject right now, talking mm. about Broncos defense. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just, just uh, forget about, don't forget about John. It's been, been pretty proud of John Harris. He's been playing there uh, starting the last three games. So it's been pretty exciting. Lindenwood with a, a great history and more to come. And Austin P tomorrow. And nice for you guys, I'm sure, just to be back home. Well, it's been a three-week uh, grind a little bit. You know, it's it's. Uh, I don't know that in my career, I don't think I've ever, I don't remember ever playing three road games in a row. You know, so uh, you know that was part of the that was part of the scheduling challenges. You know, when uh, when we moved up to Division One, <clears throat> so many of these, um, you know, some of these schedules were set, and so you had to kind of get the games where you could get the games. But you know what, I thought our guys actually handled it um, pretty well. Um, you know, but it does it does kind of take a toll a little bit. But uh, we didn't really bring attention to it. We never talked about it. And uh, and it's no excuse, you know, for anything. It's just uh, it'll be nice to be back home finally. Coach, you and then Randy just named some names of some guys that had a great career at Lindenwood, have gone on to have great careers in the NFL. When you're recruiting, how difficult is it to recruit but also prepare for a regular season game during the season? Well, you know, especially when they moved up the signing date, you know, I think, um, you know, that was something that was really uh, uh, important. And, uh, it, you know, for for recruiting, it used to be kind of February is when you sign and you'd have some time after the season to really kind of get a push, you know, but like this weekend, you know, we have Hall of Fame weekend, but we also have an official visit going on. So we've got some recruits coming in and we got 40 kids coming in, uh, 25 kids, you know, for high school or for a game day visit. So, you know, it has definitely changed when it comes to preparing for a football game, managing a football game, but also, um, you know, putting on a, a recruiting weekend for your next class. So, um, you know, it's good. Uh, early signing days are good, uh, but it does it does kind of uh, double up the time that you got to do. So it is it is challenging, Kerry. It's, it's something where you got to stay on top of it. And uh, uh, but uh, but it's good. It's good to have them be able to come experience game days so they can really see what the total atmosphere is like. Coach, it was a tough loss for you guys this past weekend against Illinois State. What was your biggest takeaway from that loss? You know, Brady, we're finding out the same deal as we did, you know, two weeks ago. We, you know, we had a good win uh, the week before. The week before that, you know, uh, we went back and watched film. And, and right now, probably the frustrating thing is, 
you know, you look at the scores, but then you go watch the film on Sunday and, and you sit there and you see, you know, the matter of seven or eight plays that really make a big difference. And there, there are seven or eight plays that we can, uh, that, that we can take care of, you know, so it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, if we're just kind of doing our jobs and we're not giving up a big play because we, you know, maybe misfit here or, or maybe we drop a, you know, a simple first down um, catch, you know, that extends the chains. Um, or we don't, uh, you know, we don't turn a ball over over something that's controllable, you know. Um, so so that's the thing that's kind of frustrating, you know, because we feel like, you know, we were within six points of that team. And then, you know, about three bad things happen. And then when that happens, you got to try to just keep, keep uh, everybody kind of believing again and and so um and that's going to happen we're we're a very young football team and we know that but they've got to grow up fast too you know we, we we're learning but we just got to put uh, we got to put four quarters together because we, we'll have these little strings of quarters where we we play really well and uh the nice thing about these guys is they're they're highly coachable they care i don't see any discouragement you know they had a good week of practice um, and uh, and we're going to face another good football team Saturday, and I'm I'm really excited to see. That's what we challenge our guys this week: is how do you respond? And and we get to see that uh, tomorrow. Judd Stugart, the head coach at Lindenwood, with us on 101 ESPN. And speaking of responding, you have a running back named Robert Giamo who got hurt last year. Only played a couple of games, got hurt in the the second game of the season, and he's back this year. Had a good game last week. And I would think Jed, as a coach, and Kerry sees the same thing with his kids. When you have a kid bounce back after what could have been a debilitating football injury, that really has to be heartening to see him come back and be as effective as Robert has been so far. Well, it speaks to his work ethic and his drive because you're exactly right. That that injury he had, I mean, you hear, you know, foot injuries can be really scary. You know, he had six bones that were broken his foot. You know, it's sometimes, you know, somebody might break a bone. You know, he had six of them broke. Um, the recovery was very hard. Um, it took a long time. And uh, But when you watch his work ethic, when you kind of just see his drive, um, you know, it, it, it didn't surprise me because, you know, that was a very challenging uh, injury and, and the hard part about that was just the rehab but uh you know robert's one of those guys that you almost have to and you don't uh, you don't have this very often you almost have to tell a kid in practice to tone it down you know usually we're trying to get guys that, hey you, we can get more of you out of practice you know uh, robert every day in practice you know every run that he takes he he, he takes it for a touchdown so um you know he's a finisher and that's what he's been instilled in him and and so, uh, you know, sometimes you have to kind of almost bring him back sometimes uh, because he's he's just so wired to work. And so a uh, great leader on our team and, and a great example of work ethic for the rest of our guys. So um, got a bunch of young kids watching him practice every day. That's always making them better as well. Because I want to go back briefly to the Illinois State game. You all were only down 20 to 14 at halftime. So going into half, you really had the confidence. But as you said, it didn't turn out the way you wanted to. How do you get them to stay dialed in and locked in like they were in the first half to make sure that that second half doesn't go uh, haywire in the manner that, that it did? Well, and, and a lot of that is overcoming, you know, the mental part of it of not feeling like, okay, here it goes again. You know, we had a, you know, uh, you know, and it wasn't, uh, you know, you're going to get some calls. You're not going to get some calls. You know, we, we were, um, you know, we threw a, you know, potential touchdown in, in the end zone. You know, we felt like, you know, it, uh, um, you know, quarterback or our tight end, you know, kind of, kind of a bang, bang play. It could have been one of those things, but all of a sudden that could have, 
uh, really put us in a whole different position. But then we ended up settling for a field goal there. And, you know, and we get, you know, we kind of feel a little bit like, uh, you know, shoot, we didn't get the touchdown. And so, um, you know, and then you can't, you know, we go down and, and that's when we had a, a turnover, um, you know, heading back down um, when, on a, when we're driving again. And, and that turned into another touchdown for them. And, you know, it's, again, it's one of those things where you take, you go look at those seven or eight plays. So, you know, I think psychologically and in practice is just kind of keep reminding the guys about uh, the great things they've done in football games, the, the comebacks that they've done. You know, we've even, re- we've even reminded them of last year, you know, of, of we've got enough guys on this team that played last year that had these upset wins, um, you know, and came from behind or, or, you know, started off fast in the second half. So, a lot of psychology going on right now just to kind of get them back to remembering you know, that they're a good football team. We just got to put it all together. You guys will be facing Austin P this weekend for the first time in program history. You guys are both two and two going into this one. What is the expectation about facing the governors? Well, I mean, we got to, uh, you know, number one, you know, we got to, uh, you know, defensively, we got to kind of match up with, uh, you know, they've got some, they spread you out like crazy. They, they like to get the ball out quick to receivers on the perimeter with a lot of screen game, which means you got to, you, know, you know, it's a lot of athletes out there. You got to make tackles, um, you know, and I think, you know, defensively, you know, they do a lot of stuff. They're a 3-3 three, three stack defense likes to move around. Uh, but, you know, I think our, you know, we got to be patient with our run game. I think it's one of the things that we, have been able to run the ball. You spoke about Giamo. He's been, I think he had 100 yards last week against a pretty good defense. In fact, a really good defense last week. So, you know, we're, uh, again, you know, just like we knew this year is going to be, every every opponent that we play is, is going to be, uh, has been an established Division One FCS program for a long time. We have to start matching that. Uh, the kids know what to expect. They know what the guys are going to look like they're playing against. And, and so it's not new for them. We just got to go out and, and, and execute. Uh, Coach, finally, Kerry and I are trying to recruit Brooke, whose parents went to Austin P. Uh, Kerry and I obviously are on the side of the Lions here. So. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, of course I'm going to cheer you on, oh, Coach. There we, there go. we go. How about yes. that? <laughs> that was quick, wasn't it? Well, but, Brooke, a little known secret, clear back in 2015, I actually – I actually was out there. I was a finalist for that job, um, so I was looking at. But when they kept saying, when I kept seeing that their their little chant was "Let's go pee," yes. <laughs> I just wasn't sure I could really uh, go with that. The whole time. I, so, I told them that, that today, and they didn't believe me at first. Oh, it's a real deal. It's a real deal. So, yeah, so it'll be it'll be a fun uh, game. It's always again. This is going to be another a year where it is exciting to play somebody new a lot. I mean, it's kind of a you know, it's just it's a new experience. You never know. It, it, you know, no, we both haven't played each other before, so it creates a lot of excitement. And I think our kids are used to playing. Uh, you know, kid, you know, teams for the first time. So this is another opportunity. Jed, we'll see you tomorrow before the game, and then we'll see you at the Hall of Fame ceremony tomorrow night. Sounds great. Thanks, y'all. Have that, a great day. Thank you. That is Jed Stugart, the head football coach at Lindenwood University. Tickets available tomorrow, by the way, over at Harland uh, uh, Stadium, Harland C. Hunter Stadium. And uh, you should check out the St. Louis Division One team, the Lindenwood Lions.